Hello there, friends. Welcome to the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. In this podcast, we are real about the hardships that we face in life, and we find God's goodness and truth in the midst of it. I'm your host, Rachel Miller. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am coming from some great friends have allowed me and another friend to stay with them for a while. We've been kind of couch hopping because our apartment leases did not um, they don't have no overlap. There are actually two weeks between one apartment lease and another. And so we've had some awesome friends from church who have let us stay with them. And so I'm very thankful for that. You know, sometimes life is a little crazy, but God definitely provides. And he didn't provide in the timing that we expected. But each night we had a place to stay. And God is really good. So I hope that you can find how God's providing for you, even if it's not in the way that you want. But you can see how God is taking care of you because he loves you so much. Today, we are continuing with talking about different attributes of God, and today we're talking about how He is worthy. Worthy is kind of a word that is thrown around a lot, because we all want to have worth. We want to be worthy, we want to be valued. But what does it mean to be worthy? A couple of definitions are having adequate or great merit, character, or value. Another definition of worthy is having or showing the qualities or abilities that merit recognition in a specified way. So that would be like being worthy of getting a certain job because you have the qualifications or being worthy of getting an award because of your hard work. And oftentimes we want to have that worthiness because we want to be recognized for our merit, our character, or our value. But are we worthy? Worthy of what? I think when we ask that question, what are we worthy of? We need to know. And a lot of us want to know if we're worthy of love. We want to be loved by people. We want to be recognized and valued. So are we worthy of love? Well, let's look into God's word because God is love and he is holy. And so we can find in his word if we are worthy. We're going to start with a couple of passages, one from Isaiah and one from John. And in Isaiah, so Isaiah was a prophet in the Old Testament, so he basically was God's mouthpiece to the Israelites in that time. And this is what it says, starting in chapter 6, verse 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphs, each with six wings. With two they covered their faces, and with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe is me, I cried. I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphs flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken from the tongs of the altar. When with it, he touched my mouth and said, see, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin is atoned for. So this is the prophet Isaiah speaking. He was God's mouthpiece to God's people. And he is in the presence of God. And he says, woe to me, I am ruined because I am a man of unclean lips. So he does not think he's worthy. Now, let's flip to John 1 talking about John the Baptist. So John the Baptist has, he has prophecies about him in the Old Testament and he comes and fulfills those prophecies. He's making a way for Jesus and he is actually Jesus's cousin. So let's see what he says if he's worthy. This is in John 1, starting in verse 19. Now this was John's testimony when the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask who he was. 
He did not fail to confess, but confessed freely, I am not the Messiah. They asked him, Then who are you? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Finally, they said, Who are you? Give us an answer to take back to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John replied in the words of Isaiah the prophet, I am the voice of one calling in the wilderness. Make straight the way for the Lord. Now the Pharisees who had been sent questioned him, Why then do you baptize if you are not the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? I baptize with water, John replied, but among you stands one you do not know. He is the one who comes after me, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. So John the Baptist, who is Jesus' cousin, he has been prophesied about in the Old Testament. He's come to fulfill those prophecies. He makes a way way for the Lord, and he comes before the Lord, and he baptizes He's saying that he's not even worthy of untying Jesus's sandals. So we looked at the prophet Isaiah and John the Baptist, and they both saying that they are not worthy. What about us? Are we worthy? Well, in Romans 3.23, it says, we have all sinned and fallen short of God's glory. So we have all messed up and we are not worthy of God's love. And I think, at least for me, I don't know about you, I try to earn that then like, oh, I messed up, but that's okay. I can just make up for it by doing other things. I can be a really good student and I can be a really good friend and I can love my family well and I can just have a really clean house and do really well at my job. I can make sure that I'm just the best human being I can possibly be. I'm going to pray every day. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to do all these things and I can make up for the bad things that I did. Does that work? In Isaiah 64 verse 6, it says, all of us have become like one who is unclean. And all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We all shrivel up like a leaf, and like the wind our sins sweep us away. Our righteous acts, all those good things that we try to do, are like filthy rags. That's not going to work. We're not worthy. We mess up. We sin. God is love. We're not worthy of His love. He is holy. We are not. So what do we do? Well, let's check out Revelation. Revelation has some really incredible things. I'm not even going to pretend like I understand most of the book of Revelation. I have read through it. I've studied it with a Bible study. And there's just so much in there that honestly I don't understand. But I want to read a few things from Revelation chapters 4 and 5. From chapter 4, verse 8, says, Holy, holy, holy. Lord God the Almighty, who was, who is, and who is to come. Kind of reminds me of that Isaiah 6 passage. And in verse 11 it says, Our Lord and God, you are worthy to receive glory and honor and power because you have created all things and by your will they exist and were created. So that's saying right there that God is worthy. Now, chapter 5. This is a whole passage that goes together, so really pay attention here. This is, we want to find out. Who is worthy? Because we're not worthy. We already know that. We messed up. We can't do anything about it. Who is worthy? Revelation 5, starting in verse 1. Then I saw in the right hand of the one seated on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides, sealed with seven seals. I also saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or even look at it. I wept and wept because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or even look in it. Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. 
Look, the lion from the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered, so he is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Then I saw one like a slaughtered lamb standing in the midst of the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders. He had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent into all the earth. He went and took the scroll out of the right hand of the one seated on the throne. When he took the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp and golden bowls filled with incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slaughtered and you purchased people for God by your blood. From every tribe and language and people and nation, you made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they will reign on the earth. Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels around the throne, and also of the living creatures and of the elders. Their number was counted countless thousands plus thousands of thousands. They said with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slaughtered to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. I heard Every creature in heaven, on earth, under the earth, on the sea, and everything in them say, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to the one seated on the throne, and to the Lamb forever and ever. The four living creatures said, Amen, and the elders fell down and worshipped. My friends, Jesus is worthy. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And about Jesus, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals. No one else is worthy. Only he is worthy. When he died on the cross for us to take our punishment and for his blood to cover us and to take away the woes and our sins and our trespasses and iniquity, when he did that, he said, it is finished. Nothing more can be done to cover you. He is worthy. So what does that mean for us? Well, I'm not saying this because I want you to think, you know, you're a terrible person. We all have sinned. We've all messed up. But what it does mean that we shouldn't have confidence in our own worth, but we should have confidence in him because he is worthy and he chooses to love us. Not because we're great humans, not because we do great things, but because of who he is. He is love and we love because he first loved us. We don't love other people because they are worthy of our love. We love other people because it's a choice. Because God first loved us, we love others. God loves us because he is love, not because of anything you did or who you are. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, but we've messed up. And so it's because of his love that we have the opportunity to be loved by him and to love others. And because of this, we want to make sure that we give him all praise, all honor, all glory, all power, all authority. Everything is his. He alone is worthy. So my friends, this is not an easy message for our self-confidence, but it is an easy message to remember when we mess up because we don't have our confidence in ourselves, but in him who is worthy. Thank you for joining me today. I pray that you have an awesome week and we will see you again soon. You can find us on Instagram at Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. Please share, rate, write reviews. Let us know how this is speaking to you. And I hope you have an awesome week. May the Lord bless you and keep you.